I am Frank, and I'm joined by Squeaks. Squeaks. And oh man, that was so depressing compared to the. We just had a you misfire. Were, me down. And Squeaks said a whole dance. He was showing off his brand new shirt, and then he comes back with that whimper. Those watching the video, uh, he just showed his shirt. He has a shirt on with his own face. Yes, and it says Squeaks yes. Geek Freak Talk. Yes. It's a good shirt. Check it out on our store, guys. <laughs> and then we got Jonathan. How you doing, John? Oh, hey, hey, y'all. Yeah. All right, today we're going to be talking about, we're going to do a DC and Marvel follow-up, but we're not going to stick on them too much, guys, because we've been talking a lot of DC, a lot of Marvel lately, and you're probably tired of us ranting about DC woes. Uh, we're going to be doing a video game roundup. We're going to be checking in on video gaming thus far and what we can be looking forward to coming up, uh, and then we got headlines as usual. But first, let's go and talk about what we've been watching and what we've been playing. Jonathan, what have you been watching? What have you been playing? So I've been playing more Sea of Thieves. Just played yeah. some last night, which is great. There was an update recently, so uh, they, I love how they keep expanding that game. Have you named your ship real quick? Have you named your ship yet? No. So I didn't figure out how to do that. I saw where you can customize it, and so I customized it a little bit. Um, you could buy like furniture and stuff put inside your ship. Okay. Oh, uh, shit. But I could. I haven't thought of a name yet. But I also haven't found where you go to name it. So that'll be my next. Let next us know session, when you figure sure. out a name for your ship. All right. Yeah. Uh, also playing Satisfactory. There was an update nice. that's still in experimental, and I'm I have both experimental and early access. Right. But my biggest build is in early access, so I was like, I don't want to leave that and start over in experimental again. Uh, so I haven't played the latest update, but I did get finally to the very farthest limit of early access, uh, and it, I thought like, okay, it'll you know give you some message like, okay, you're at the end. You know, hold on, there's more coming or something like that. There was nothing. It's just like, no, the next the next step you want to unlock, you can't unlock yet. I'm like, oh, well, that was disappointing, uneventful, but <laughs> that's okay. More more is, uh, updates coming soon, so that's such a good game, too. Yeah. Oh, and I've been playing more Splitgate on my Steam Deck. I actually played Splitgate oh, nice. for a while, and it worked pretty How good. How do you like doing yeah. a shooter on the Steam Deck? I like it. I mean, I, it's to me, it feels a lot just like playing on a console, Yeah. but you do have more buttons and controls, so I think once you play it more and get more comfortable and, you know, map how you want your controls to be uh i think you have more control over it so yeah for those at home it's uh if you guys know the elite controller layout it's that it's got the Mm. the Uh. extra buttons on the back that your fingers can rest on and accidentally press all the time um (laughs) but yeah i've been playing control on it too because i was like i gotta know that the the joysticks have a sensitive tip so they're a button you can click in and the tip of the joystick (laughs) is also a touchpad so if you just touch your finger on it, that <laughs> squeeze like, sensitive tip. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just touch my hand. I was like, oh, that's weird. My bad. I got one of those. I don't even need a Steam Deck. <laughs> Shoot. I didn't know that. I didn't know that, Jonathan. I have to pay attention to that now. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So if you play that that Aperture one, Aperture um, Desk Job, yeah. it's a perfect little game because it is pretty much just to explore the, the functions of the system. Mm. And one of the features it has you try out is you just you just rest your thumb on the joystick without clicking it or anything, and that activates the like gyroscopics or whatever of the controller. Mm. So then when you tilt it, it tilts in the game. It, you use that for aiming and stuff. Oh, didn't know it had gyroscopics so, either, either. So that's interesting. <laughs> I should probably yeah. play the action part. <laughs> and the touch screen too. Like yeah. if you're playing certain games and you have a limited access for some reason, I'm sure they'll make it to where they can be buttons on the screen. So it has just endless ways to control the game. Um, yeah. Squeaks, playing and watching, man. What's on your list? Ah, uh, shoot, playing. Um, kind of going back and playing. Uh, trying to finish up. Uh, Paper Mario Kingdom oh, wow. or Gami Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, the newer, the newer one. So it's not way mm-hmm. back. Um, 
And then, uh, so I finished the Mario 3D Land not too long ago, but then I got to complete the uh, Bowser's Fury portion of it. Um, and then uh, also playing, got back into the whole Mortal Kombat um, phase that I go in and off of forever. Yeah. Um, so doing that again. Uh, watching, kind of scattered all over the place. Uh, uh, Sandman watching, and then um, watching a little bit of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And oh, then wow. I'm also going back to watch uh, the Spawn animated series. Because um, that's on H. Yeah, so I've had it on DVD, but now that I saw it on HBO, it just makes it more convenient to turn it on. Uh, so I was like, let me just watch this again, just to relive uh, beautiful memories. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, what about no, you, Frank? Yeah, my, my playing, playing has been uh, some World of Warcraft. I'll admit, I'm getting back, getting ready for. We're basically rebuilding Death the Alliance to get ready for Wrath of the Lich King. So I'm starting to get ready for that. Um, and then um, I'm hooked on that, guys. And then I'm playing Control on the Steam Deck. So I finally, I was like, man, I've just, I have lost my skill in using shooters with a controller. Like I've gotten so good at keyboard and mouse mm-hmm. shooters that I can't gain gain any sort of accuracy at all. So then I had to just bust out. I mean, Sammy, if he listens to this, I'm sorry. Bust out easy mode, man. I got it to where it snaps to the guys, the characters when I press the trigger. Like, Grand Theft Auto does this. I basically have it set to do that. And now I'm loving control. So just making the game a little easier, a lot easier, has made the game so much better. I will say, though, Jonathan, it's 60 bucks because um, it just came out on PC, but I think I might buy it again. I've already beat it on the PlayStation. Spider-Man just came out on PC. It apparently mm. runs great on the Steam Deck. And is mm. one of my favorite games to play. Yeah. Just because, like, the traversal, like, just getting from one place to another, probably the best part of the game. What do you think, Squeaks? You've played it. Swing around uh, the yeah, city. It's, it's so smooth because there's, like, nothing to load. The city's already there. So it's yeah. just streamingly. Is that right word? Yeah. Streamlessly. Uh, just seamlessly. Flying, I mean, yeah, seamlessly. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I wanted to tech terms into it. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, that's why I had to stream. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you're traveling and there's just, it's just perfect like there's yeah. nothing to like pause you or anything i don't think i yeah. fast traveled once in that game because i was like no why, why would i just swing there yeah uh, yeah i don't think yeah, yeah i don't think i have either actually. have you ever played the miles morales one squeaks yeah i beat that one yeah okay. yeah it's so good too yeah. i like how they just changed it, it enough to where you're like oh there's a good dis- difference between the two anyways yeah yeah so uh john keep an eye on that if you really want a new game on your steam deck i know you're gonna get vanguard mm-hmm. but also the spider-man game just came out on steam real um, quick that reference you did with the controller and aiming I'm dog shit too now. Yeah, like I've done it. Oh my god, my thumbs, my thumb, my right thumb just doesn't work anymore. So yeah. I'm like, you know, the targets in the middle. I'm just everywhere. Like, I can't do <laughs> yeah. it. God. god. And yet on the on the mouse and keyboard, I feel like I'm like, I mean, like when I'm playing Overwatch, I'm like, I am in this shit. But yeah, on the control, yeah. I'm just like, oh no, did I give it to my nephew or something like that? I can't do it. So, well, actually, he's far better at controlling. Yeah, than I'm yeah. sure. So like Valorant <laughs> is you know like one of those CS:GO games. So it's like I'm like headshot, headshot, headshot. Then on the controller, I'm just everywhere yeah. <laughs> you know my god that's oh, so bad mode. uh overwatch 2 <laughs> by the way guys i've been playing that i'm excited for that it's coming out in october all right we're gonna be talking about gooder guys uh gooder glasses they're sponsoring the podcast this month and we can't say enough good things about them i'm wearing the gooder uh, computer glasses right now you'll note they're, they got the gooder branding yellow uh very nice very comfortable now jonathan you've got a few pairs of gooder what are your thoughts on, on these new glasses? I'm loving them so so far. I have one pair that I keep in the house. So when I'm just going out somewhere, you know, I throw them on. Uh, and another pair I keep in the truck. So I'm yeah. always, you know, ready to to use my glasses. But 
Uh, I got white ones and black ones. They have all variety of of styles and and but they're they're perfect. They're nice and snug fits. So they don't you know fall off your head like some of the cheap ones yeah. that you get at the gas station and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I got a pair for my wife too, and she wears them like every day, all the time. Yeah, um, yeah, I love them. I love them too. Again, they're they're lightweight. They're comfortable. One hundred percent polarized. Uh, they started mm-hmm. like twenty five bucks a pair, so you don't feel guilty about losing them. And the company is also one hundred percent carbon neutral, so you feel good about buying them. Their one percent goes back into the planet. I like how they come with that little bag too. It's a little like uh, microfiber pouch you can put them in. Damn, put the flamingos <laughs> oh, on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's perfect because I'm I am like worried about scratching glasses that's why like once they get scratches in them i just pretty much throw them away or leave them in a drawer i stop stop using them but you don't have to worry about that though these don't scratch easy they're you know high quality glasses but you don't really have to worry about that because you just slip them in the little bag Mm -hmm. like the one i ones i keep in my truck they're in the center console but they're they're always protected because they have that cool little carrying pouch yeah we can't suggest them enough guys uh it's free shipping when you get two glasses again starting at 25 bucks you can't go wrong and you're supporting the podcast which is you know hey the best part right so go check it out guys (laughs) Gooder.com, use code GeekFreaks. We'll have the link in the description. If you follow that link, you're on your way. Code GeekFreaks gives you 15% off. Try them out. Send us pics. Let me know which ones you got, and we could be rocking them together. Okay, guys, that's Gooder.com, code GeekFreaks. All right, so let's go ahead and start talking about the news, boys. Uh, we have a lot to discuss. Uh, we're going to do that video game uh, roundup first. So what I want to know, Squeaks, we're going to start with you, man. What video games this year so far are already on your probably best game of the year list? What do you got? All right. So I'm going to go with uh, with two of them. Uh, first one is going to come from the Nintendo because I think it's ever game changing for the future of the wow. franchise. And that's going to be the Pokemon RCS. Yeah, RCS. Uh, Pokemon yeah, yeah, Legends yeah. RCS. Um and the reason why I said that, I said, we talked about it before with like Resident Evil, uh, the franchise itself and what games were. So, um, you know, like I said, game changing, right? So Resident Evil right. 4 kind of changed the whole like over the shoulder look, you know, and stuff like that. So this one, I feel like can be the future of what Pokemon is going to be when it comes to more, I guess, of the open world feel. But we kind of got that with Sword of Chill. But now with Pokemon just roaming around and throwing the Pokeball instead of just consistently stopping, like pausing what you're doing to start that battle and try to catch the Pokemon themselves. Um, so I'm really excited for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet because I, you know, from the from the gameplay trailers, it kind of looks like it's still that feel. It looks like and it's that mixed with Sword and Shield. It's like they took the best of both. Exactly. And then, like, I, I'm excited to kind of go back into the whole, like, gym badges. I mean, if they're, you know, like, do the gym feel and stuff. Um, second one would be, it's probably just going to continue to win more awards, but uh it's gonna be elden ring yeah um yeah. you know i mean beautiful world beautiful design on the the monsters and you know it's it's that whole like i'm so mad at it that's why i have this headset on because i my razor one doesn't work anymore uh unfortunately r.i.p to that one <laughs> but uh um it's where's the dent in the wall from where you threw it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so, like <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that patchwork and that needs to happen so uh um <laughs> But those are two games that are on my, like, probably all time of, you know, it's like I did a top three of 2022. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I just, man, I tried Elden Ring, and there's a couple factors. First off, I suck at the game, so it's my fault first. Second yeah. factor, <laughs> it feels super clunky. And I, I, I'm i kind of blown away, and it's, I think it's just the the genres that way. Um, mm-hmm. uh, to me, I'm like, man, these these 
I actually think the design's not great on the mm. bosses. I think the world is cool, but I've seen better. And so I'm I'm a little bit in awe of everyone's uh, a love for this game. I've tried it. And again, like I'll say, the very first problem is that if I'm constantly hating the game, then of course I'm not going to enjoy the world I'm in or the design of the game. Yeah. So that's my bad. I I fully expect Elden Ring to win game of the year so far. I'm not behind it. though. Mm. I think a better game that came out the week before Elden Ring is Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the game that really should should get the acclaim for this world that they designed that's just stunning. And talk about amazing creature creation. The new these these new machines, the dino, the robotic dinos, they look gorgeous and they really mm. added something to them. Some of them have like, you know, like this there's mammoths that have stuff built on them. They're they're new and cool looking. And then there's also the familiar machines. Like I think that game does better than Horizon or than Elden Ring. But uh, not a lot of people agree with me. A lot of people are on but with the Elden one. Um, what aspect of Elden do you think puts it above the other games this year the most? I think it's the reward of how tough it is. Like you're saying that yeah. you don't like it because it's so hard. And that's, I mean, everyone, you know, is going to struggle with it. Uh, and I think it's like that sense of beating that one boss that you've been stuck on forever. is like that whole relief. You absolutely don't get, you know, that much from it. But then it's like, oh, my gosh, I did it. Okay, let's do it again. You know, yeah. <laughs> so that's what yeah. I think it is. Now, what you said with like the design, I like the design and the the monsters that's created. But do I think there's better? Yeah, and that's going to be from um, oh my gosh, what was the um, Bloodborne? Uh, I think yeah. Bloodborne had a. Uh, I like the dark tones, obviously. So that Bloodborne one was gorgeous to me. Um, but I think it's that. I think it's the reward of just being able to beat it um yourself. Different bosses. There's a big push for Bloodborne on PC. A lot of people are asking for it. Yeah, That'd be huge. Yeah. Um, other games that you think are are notable notable so far. I'm gonna throw out multiverses. It's only been out for a little bit. I mean, it's still actually in yeah. early access, really, but it is like fire, and people are excited about the the characters that are already out, characters that are projected, and characters that can be. Speaking of, there's already talks that people want to see Sandman in it, and that can happen. Like mm-hmm. people can, you know. So you basically could add anybody to this. We'll talk about this. Actually, might be coming up later on. I just thought about that. Um, okay. Kirby, uh, Kirby's Forgotten Land. I love this game because it's a return to a version of Kirby that's been almost lost and really Nintendo gaming. This feels like an old school Mario or something like that that I haven't really felt in a while and I really enjoyed it. It was the first game where I was like, let me try to 100% this game. It's been the first game in a while that I've cared enough to do that. Um, and then I'll just throw out there my, my uh, what would you call these? Indies. My indies so far, Stray. Everybody watch me beat Stray 100% on Steam because or on uh, stream. It wasn't terribly long, but it was really good. Uh, Tunic, another one that I was playing on stream for a while there, which is like an old school Zelda. It's like playing Link's Awakening. It was really fun. And then I think I beat it on stream as well. DMT Shredder's Revenge. Classic. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. felt like a true sequel to the old old school arcades. Um, any other games that deserve your recognition this year or uh, specifically any indies that you think should be brought up? Uh, I think this one's an indie because uh, <clears throat> it's a Sifu. Is that is yeah, that an indie? Yeah, that came yeah, like yeah. randomly, and I don't know who really. It's an like... indie that PlayStation's a real big fan of. I think is the way to put yeah. it. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Sifu because that one's really. Um, I like the uh, the aspect of your aging when you like when you like you know die in the die. game or whatever, and you yeah. try to redo it, but you get older and older, uh, and you only have a certain amount of years to live. So it's kind of like it could stop you um, from making that move of advancing or redoing the world over again. Um, yeah. 
that one. But then I really like um, the Rainbow Six uh, Extraction. I think that's the one with the monsters and stuff, right? Oh, yeah, right? I played that with you, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I like the uh, co-op aspect of me and you, like, Daniel, just, like, it's like the strategic co-op, you know? It's like, okay, I'm going to go clear this room, yeah. but I'm going to put a, you know, like a C4 over here. It's like all that teamwork and... um uh, and I just kind of liked how you just walking in and there's like, just, you know, everything's a mess from this, like goo or whatever the, you know, whatever it, it is that they're made of. Like of. Left for Dead where everything's so messy that really the only salvation you see in the room is the person next to you. Yeah. Yeah. And so that kind of really bound you two together. Yeah. So I enjoy it. I think those two are my high recommended. I think, uh, I mean, we'll talk probably in the future of 2022 here shortly, but yeah. what I think in the futures that's going to come out could bump all everything I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, Elden Ring or whatever out of my top, like, potential three, so. Jonathan, yeah. as for you, has there been any games that, that you've played this year, specifically that came out this year, that you've really attached to and you thought, man, this is the fresh game I haven't played in a while? Uh, negative. <laughs> I don't think I've played any <laughs> new games yeah. in a while. Jones a sales surfer, uh, which I am too. I don't something good, a good deal or, or a really cool trailer he sees, like, man, this is Assassin's Creed 2. This might be the game I'm playing next. Right. It doesn't have to be the new game, but he's going to jump in and enjoy it, which is good, you know? Well, and, you know, I got a, a young child at home now, too, so I don't have time to play games. So if I'm going to get something, I know it's like, okay, I'll play maybe 15 minutes, maybe an hour once every couple weeks, yeah. but I'm not going to have time to, you know, really go through in 100% a game like you would do. So, yeah, yeah it's got to be something I can just pop in and out of from time to time. Yeah. One thing that helps me with, like, sticking to games is the fact that I stream it for our podcast. Because if, if it wasn't mm-hmm. for that, like, I have definitely played less games this year than I have in past years. And I think a lot of my gaming has been because, like, well, I've got to stream something tonight. So let me <laughs> pick a game to start playing. I've actually been streaming or editing sometimes. And it's also, uh, check that out, guys. Um, you'll see how much I'm pulling my hair out. So it's fun. <laughs> um, Squeaks, you've been playing a lot of the recent games. So have I. So let's think about what do you think 2022 is going to be recognized for? Is it this, like, beautiful world design? unique gameplay what is it that this world's this year's bringing new to the gaming industry i think it uh out of everything you said it has because what we're talking about i think it has to be world design so i brought up elder ring and you brought up horizon mm-hmm. um oh man i was gonna say seafoods are like really beautiful but at the same time it's not a huge like world aspect out of it um, it doesn't need to be big but the level design we'll say level design true, maybe a little bit level easier design, to it's at really it. artsy it's that i yeah. mean i reference all the time it's that, like, that disney infinity feel mm-hmm. um same oh, with a uh, good game <laughs> yeah i know right um uh, but same with like i brought up pokemon legends that you know it's it is a world design now you know we know that you know the graphics of a nintendo and it might of not course. look pretty but it still is a beautiful world that they created where you are flying, swimming, and then climbing up mountains and 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 stuff like that. So I don't know. Like you said, Kirby yourself, and, and that looked gorgeous. And I haven't really had the opportunity to play it yet, but it looks like it was like in this um deserted um like town or something were, like that. Yeah, yeah, parts of it is like an abandoned town, which is very yeah. unique for Kirby. It's not like he normally, but it is like an abandoned mall sometimes, something like that. And you're like, what's going on here? And it's oh, okay. There's might be post apocalyptic actually. But still very hopeful. Mm-hmm. And actually, speaking of that exact phrase, apocalyptic, but very hopeful, Stray. Mm-hmm. I think possibly the, I mean, I'm going to throw it out there, guys. Maybe the best world building so far, outside of even Horizon and the fact that smaller world, but I spent more time looking at different things and watching NPCs walk around and seeing how they live their day. Because it's robots that humanity put in place to help out. 
humans died from a disease. And what I absolutely love, normally when you hear that sentence, you're like, well, you know, Kalons killed them off or, or robots killed them off, you know. But in this case, no, the robots mourn the death of the humans and do things often in honor of them. They'll raise plants because they know the humans would want plants to live. They make sure to do art and sometimes they'll draw humans because like, oh, remember our old friends. And it's like, wow, what a cool world to build where humans yeah. and robots existed comfortably. It's just that unfortunately one side died. And um, mm -hmm. I tell you, that sounds like so, that would make a really good movie or series. Jonathan, I've already suggested straight to you before, man. I, I you got to log into my account and is play it, it. Do it that way. Is it on Steam? It's on Steam. It's 30 bucks. It's a okay. five hour game. Yeah. Even. So, I mean, really, it's it's not long, but yeah. it is super, super good. Yeah. Cool. yeah I might have to get it. Did, did you play it on your PC or on your Steam Deck? I played it on my PC, but I actually am thinking about downloading it on the Steam. You know what? I'm going to do it today. I'll download it on the Steam Deck to feel it out. Because I've been hearing it's also like yeah. one of the premier games on Steam Deck, too. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably try it out, too. Yeah. yeah, I think this here has, I mean, when you're talking about Stray, uh, another one that just popped up in my head that I'm thinking is um, how they turned Lego Star Wars, that Skywalker saga, which I'm right. really enjoying, how they turned that into what it was before, into like a bigger feels like an expansion of each level. And yeah. uh, I mean, gameplay is obviously way different too. But uh, there's areas now where you can just roam around. Oh, I don't know where the last one, Tatooine or some shit like that and unlock mm. different things. So I think it has to be world, des world design this year. Yeah, it like promotes exploration, which is something yeah. that Lego doesn't yeah. really do before. But if you think about Legos themselves, that's what it is. It's all trying to like discover new things that you can with your Legos. Yeah. All right, as for the future of 2022, okay, built based off of what we've done so far, let's think of what we're looking forward to, what can outdo Elden Ring, Horizon, Stray, games like that. Uh, let me kind of go over some of the games we've got coming up. We've got Callisto Protocol, which everybody's saying is going to be like the new horror standard. It's looking so good. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Gotham Knights coming out this year. Saints so far, right? It could be delayed. <laughs> All of these could be delayed, but uh, we have Saints Row, a re reinvention of the franchise. Um, Overwatch 2 is getting an official release. Scorn, another horror game coming out that looks amazing. And not, I don't think it's 100% confirmed or it might get delayed. God of War Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. So any of these you think might overthrow Elden Ring and take game of the year? I'm going to say God of War. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think the that's, one. I think the date is, well, hopefully, like no, no delay. Uh, yeah. Is that hardcore November date that they came out with? I believe yeah. November. Yeah, I think this is the one. Now the last one was phenomenal. I think some it people really disagree was. with that, which I don't know how fucking crazies. But um, if you're, I mean, if you just got, I mean, if you can make that better, then what the hell? You know, like, like the game's gonna be phenomenal. How are you, you gonna know? make it better? Like it's just That's that the thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So if somehow you can, it's just gonna be insane. Um. My first God of War game I've ever played, and it was that was a good choice. <laughs> yeah, that's the first one you ever played. I know. Uh, yep, yep. Holy shit, man! Damn. Yeah, which was a big uh, change of the. It was a good time to jump in on the franchise. That was the beginning of it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, what I'm looking forward to because uh, the rest of the year is shot for me um, mm -hmm. because of Harry Potter, the Harry Potter delay. <laughs> like I'm just not excited for anything in gamey life anymore because i just feel like it's all it's all a disappointment just staring at a wall now yeah yeah there's more action going on me staring at the wall than any of these games that will never get released so uh <laughs> what i'm looking forward to is for sure callisto because i feel like it's just a copycat of dead space which i freaking love yep it basically um is. and uh splatoon 3 i love me some splatoon so i have yet to i mean i've played a little bit of splatoon like i think a dead demo but i haven't really purchased mm -hmm. a splatoon game would you suggest i actually make the plunge 
Uh, I think so, uh, because it's a di- it's a different game for you, and I think you might enjoy. It. It's about all about like uh, turf wars, like painting the area, and right. the more, and it does this like percentage of who painted the most at the end. Because I'm gonna paint over your paint, you paint over mine, kind of thing. So it takes over, but at the mm-hmm. same time, you're also trying to defeat the other team. Oh, I guess killing them or whatever you're doing, uh, whatever they want to call it, because that pauses you and puts you back in your starting point for so long. So. I like it. They put a little story into it. Like uh, number two had a little campaign in it, so it added more. Uh, that's um, a selling point right there. I yeah, like campaigns. Added a little more uh, depth into the game, so uh, I think you should. I recommend. No. Yeah, I love. John, you wanted to add something? You were saying you look like you. Yeah, that reminds me of the way he's explaining it of uh, uh, Tony Hawk graffiti yeah. uh, oh, mode okay. back okay. in the day. Tony Hawk Pro Skate Two, I yeah. think. On Nintendo six or yeah, Nintendo sixty four. By the way, John, they you remastered just that, that game, huh? and, it's, and it's available on Steam Deck. <laughs> oh, that's my on sale gosh. a lot now. That's so that's, that's one. I'm, actually, I probably need to pick it up because it's on sale. It's on sale all the time nowadays. Um, but yeah, one or two got remastered, and I was listening to that soundtrack, and I'm like, man, this takes me back to playing on that N sixty four, that graffiti yeah. mode left and right. That was good. <laughs> Gotham Knights, I think, might be a surprise hit because yeah. uh, it might bring back that Bat- Batman Arkham kind of feel. Um, and I think the key with this game is the fact that you can play as four different characters. And so there's going to be this co-op aspect like, hey, Squeaks, uh, I'll be back or you be Red Hood. Let's, I want to try this new combo or whatever, where like, you know, whatever, there's going to be combos built into it. And I think people forget how good like Arkham City, Arkham Origins, mm, Arkham Origins. I, I think people forget about how much <laughs> those were the staples of that of the years they came out. And so this might be a game where people are excited about it because like DC's pushing the fact that it's going to be the Bat family. and We've already talked about it last week, but the fact that DC hasn't been milking the Bat family in mainstream is crazy because in the comic books, it's all they're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything's Bat family now. Um, oh. This this is a good introduction for a lot of people to meet. You know, I think it's Tim Drake or is it Damian? I think it might be Tim Drake. Um, yeah, it's Tim Drake. Yeah. Red Hood looks beast mode in this thing, and Red Hood is such a big character. Again, doesn't have a movie, doesn't have a lot in the mainstream world, but now is one of the most iconic characters in DC comics. This is going to be people's first reactions with, with Red Hood. So um, I think Gotham Knight might surprise us. And then Saints Row, I don't think will be some game changing game, but I think it's going to be one of those games that I really enjoy, much like Horizon, that I think deserves more attention and won't get it because I feel like it's going to be um, a stopgap measure for those who are wanting another campaign for Grand Theft Auto. Everything we're seeing so far is like it's not changing anything basically revisiting things it's taking what they already know works with saints row and for literally bring it back down to earth out of space and making it like a a, a yeah. believable game again because it was it was not believable last time still fun yeah. just completely not believable and it's doing that again so i think that's gonna be the case uh overwatch 2 not gonna do well i don't think it's gonna do well people are burnt on this game squeaks what do you think about that do you think people are kind of just done with overwatch Right now, I'm still in protest uh, until the game actually releases. I don't want to hear nothing about this. I didn't even touch this beta or anything yeah. about it because I'm so upset that, you know, we got our opportunity back in 2019 and we still have nothing. And it's almost, it's what, it's going to release close to 2023. Uh, I will play it when the game comes out. Other than that, yeah. you will. I will not, like, look up anything. I'm just going to go fresh into it. I'm sick and tired of just hearing, you know, all these little... Uh, I don't know. Like I'm burnt out. Like I don't even yeah, have words. I don't. Yeah, I don't even have like words to, to say anymore about this fucking series. Um, how is it, Frank? How is the beta so far? It's yeah. very good, but it's it's more of Overwatch One. I think people might go into it thinking it'll uh, be something new, 
And it's really yeah. not. First off, the game's going to be free. So that's always good, right? It's, but it's using the Battle Pass system, so that's half bad. But it's, it's not bad. Um, actually, we're going to talk about it later on a little bit. But it's the last month that they're using loot boxes at all. After that, it's all the Battle Pass. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's more of Overwatch 1, just cleaner, more professional. The new characters are very nice, actually. I like both the new characters that I've been playing. Um, but it is much more of the, of the normal Overwatch you're already familiar with. Do you think it'll do well switching over to uh free game battle pass instead of like because I I mean let's say sustainability me, it's yeah, got I think me. it'll last longer that way. Okay, because they got me. I'm not gonna lie. I bought the game and I'm always spending money on boxes, so yeah, me too. I'm a, I'm a sucker for it's it. It's two so. bucks. I mean, how could you not spend two dollars on it? And then tomorrow it's like I'm gonna just another two dollars. <laughs> well, you know, when the holidays come around, like Halloween, Christmas, you're like, and then you get oh, a bit five dollars, forty dollars on boxes, <laughs> <Jeez>. but you know, <laughs> oh yeah, easy, easy. Oh, they got yeah, you're talking about they two and five. I'm talking like forty dollars here. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, hopefully, the battle pass offers quite a bit of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you think if if Overwatch started bringing in multiple characters like Fortnite does, where they bring in from like everywhere else? They do within yeah, yeah. They, they they rarely, but they do have like World of Warcraft characters and StarCraft characters in there because they're in the same company. Mm -hmm. But now that Microsoft owns them, we could get Sea mm -hmm. of Thieves characters and Halo characters and stuff like that. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. If we don't get the characters, because I don't really see that, but I well, do skins, see not necessarily skins. The characters, but the skins. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm say, saying. I see the skins for sure. Yeah, because they've done that before, obviously. Yeah. So you see it like a. Oh, would you pay money for for those skins? I will in pay Overwatch? as a uh, soldier seventy six dressed up as a master chief. Yes, I'll pay for that. Uh, I, I, <laughs> would, I would. I would. Be good. Yeah, they have done that. That's yeah. a must purchase. Uh, don't uh, don't hear us, Microsoft. Don't uh, listen to us. <laughs> what about Sebastian as like Wally? Yeah, I'd probably get that. But I mean that would be ooh, Disney would have to get involved. It'd be yeah, nice. Yeah. I would It'd buy be that the nice still. friendly Wally all of a sudden opens up a turn and he's uh, like, I would buy that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, of course of I wouldn't buy that. Fortnite. Look at that transition. Dragon Ball is joining Fortnite <laughs> on the 16th. Squeaks, first off, are you a Dragon Ball fan? Uh most definitely. I have never watched actually, it yet. I actually have a date with Daniel um oh, this is uh, cute. at the end of the month to watch the Dragon Ball Z movie. <laughs> Aww, last weekend something nice. like that gotta get some ramen too oh <laughs> well, i hope it works out i think you two are cute yeah. so that'd be great <laughs> uh, he's always shy when i try to go and make him moves but whatever <laughs> he's got it's kind of weird one of our cousins is dating another cousin yeah, but yeah. i guess it's not the first yeah. time <laughs> God. Uh, all right so with dragon ball who do you think's coming to the, they haven't said who yet i mean it's got to be goku right who else do you think might be showing up for fortnite so I thought I saw a little tease, or maybe it's just maybe like a potential wish list or something. But I think it's going to be Goku, Vegeta, and from Dragon Ball Super, we're going to get Beerus, which is like a purple cat for you I've guys seen that the purple don't, cat, yeah. don't. Yeah, okay. Hmm. I think those are our three that we're going to get, and then um, I don't know, like maybe like a big Dragon Ball for a backpack. I don't know. I'm just thinking random shit now. Yeah. I don't know what you would like use a charm for a pickaxe. That says over nine thousand or some shit somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely like purchase wise, I'm going to get Vegeta because that's my guy, but. I uh, uh, I feel like me and Krillin have a lot in common. So um, he's the short little bald guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think if anything, I'm definitely buying that guy. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So um, I think those are just going to be the three characters we get, though. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you are you motivated to buy a battle pass based off of it being Dragon Ball Z? Okay, so I'm motivated to get on for a solid week like I always do when they come out with new yeah. skins, buy them, and then play for a little bit. 
But the battle pass is so draining lately because what they yeah. do is put the, the character that you want the most for the level 100 whatever. And I was like, man, I, I'm i not spending that much time in this game. So if they do happen to put like a, you know, this dope ass Goku skin or something like that, and it's the 100, it's like, holy shit, come on, man. Why are you making yeah. me grind like that, you know? Like, I'll buy your battle pass, but I just can't grind that long on Fortnite. Yeah, it's a shame because I'm giving you money and you're just unlocking the ability yeah. for me to get that skin. I, same yeah. thing happened to me with Rick Rick Sanchez. I was like, oh, man, exactly. and it actually looks like Rick from the cartoon. It looks really cool. Let me let me pay the 20 bucks for the battle pass this season. Never done it before. And then I thought, like, I, I get him because I spent $20. So I get the character I wanted. The reason I'm here and yeah. like, OK, no, now you have to level up. And I'm playing with Zayden, of course, who's just, I think he's what, 10 now. And the, the damn kid's good at this game. Like, don't tell him I said that because we talk smack to each other. But he's good at the game. And and he's like, well, all you got to do is this. He, like, knows the system well enough. He's like, well, you buy the levels. If you buy the levels, and then you could do this trickery. And there's, like, some sort of circling thing where, like, you could actually level up somewhat quickly if you're willing to buy levels. But there's the other side of me that's like, oh, screw you guys. I'm not buying levels. I'm going to earn the levels because I already unlocked this thing. It's a whole circular thing where they got the kid so damn brainwashed and <laughs> buying every piece of the battle pass and i'm yeah. like no i'm gonna and at the end i didn't get my rick sanchez that i spent 20 bucks for i think what would be nah, that's yeah, i think would be cool because we're willing to give you money guys and so i think what would be cool is that you get like your rick sanchez but then they have like alternate versions of him that you can unlock you know i would so, be very happy with that yeah yeah because then mm-hmm. um i get i'm happy because i get who i want and you know i'm gonna i will grind for like so if they do goku right Mm-hmm. Um, say at level like 10 in the battle pass, you get Super Saiyan Goku or like all the other different type of Saiyans that mm-hmm. he can be. And then the ultimate, like the last one would be like the godlike version of him, whatever. I'm just yeah. making shit up for them. Uh, I think that'd be yeah, much be- better because then you could get a bunch of different like versions of Rick, you know, like, yeah. um, yeah, you're buying yeah. a skin pack and the first one's already unlocked, but you have to play yeah. more to unlock the rest of them. That would feel so that'd much more cool. rewarding. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. Because there are uh, multiple versions of Rick. Um, so yeah. why not? You know, like yeah. every 10 levels or something. And the last one is like, oh, that's the best one or something. Famously, or there's a lot of versions of Rick, actually. Now I'm thinking of like, yeah. you could have really, that was the character to do it on. Infinite. Yeah. And they put, yeah. Shit, put Pickle Rick at the end. You tell, you want to make people grind exactly. that game. Exactly. They will do whatever right. it takes to get Pickle Rick. I mean, he, people have tattoos of Pickle Rick <laughs> every day, all day. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, most definitely. Jonathan, you've played a little bit of Fortnite, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We've gotten we've gotten pretty good at it. Um, have you tried out, or have you been tempted to get the battle pass yet? Uh not really. No, you're uh, you're not much of a skins guy, huh? No, uh, yeah. To me, I don't I don't care what my character looks like. I, I'm not in the game enough to have like a reputation where I want to look like a certain <laughs> character or something like that. Uh, so to me, I don't know. It's not really worth it. He's gonna shoot just the same and jump just the same and all that stuff. No. But. I understand no. why. It's such a dad statement. Like he shoots just the same. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like, so to me, it's like a waste right like, now. <laughs> I don't know. It's just how your character looks. It's a waste of you know, money. But though I would pay, and I was just thinking, like, if, if a third party like made an engine for this or a program for this, whatever, if you could design your own character completely, like, like and, and maybe even yeah. take one of their skins and modify it. So you want a Master Chief that's got cat ears and dragon wings or something like that you design it yourself and then pay to like buy that design that you made because of course somebody's got to make money and then you could upload it into the game that would be really cool i think that's where people like me would probably go ahead and get a skin but you know i would make one or two skins and then not buy anymore after that probably 
That's basically the Minecraft system, right? Minecraft lets you make whatever skin you want, but if you want to buy skins, yeah, you use you actually buy them. And so I'm like, I could have made the R2D2 skin that I have on my guy, but mm-hmm. instead I bought them on sale for two dollars, and it's yeah. now the skin I use permanently. You know, and yeah, um, I think it's a good. I add that to Fortnite. There you go. Is there, Jolly, going back to you, is there a franchise you think Fortnite should add that they might not have added yet that, that would tempt you enough to actually get a battle pass? Let's let's put that little caveat on it, too. I don't, I don't know. I mean, the wheels are yeah, turning. Fortnite, they could add, yeah, they could add any battle type game like Halo and Call of Duty and stuff. Like, they could add all those characters really easily and fans would pay for them. But yeah, I still don't think, now. yeah, I, I can't think of anything that I would pay money for skins of I mean because I don't play the game enough if I played it a lot and I had friends in there that were playing it all the time so I then I'd probably get somebody you know uh if you had avatar characters I'd probably jump on board with that yeah, or Star that was Trek the first or, one that came to my mind yeah yeah but yeah otherwise it's like if I'm gonna go and I just play with a bunch of strangers and there's no I'm not building reputation because I don't play you know as often as a lot of people then to me the skins are kind of unnecessary what about Janeway a Janeway skin yeah, it'd be cool, but I'd would be, you get I mean, a battle pass? Twenty dollars, and you have to play, let's say, ten hours of Fortnite. I would never reach it. <laughs> never reach, never reach Damn, ten hours for Janeway. Not even <laughs> tempting it for Janeway, guys. What yeah. about Goliath from Gargoyles? So again, if I had like other friends that I was playing with on a regular basis, then sure. But okay, yeah, there's okay. nothing that's going to be like, all right, guys, I'm dedicating this week to, to Fortnite. Leave me alone. I'm not watching TV all week. I'm going to play Fortnite only. Maybe not the regular Goliath because he's he's peaceful. But if they had the robotic Goliath from I think yep. season three, then he uses like a laser cannon and all that stuff. I'd probably I'd probably go in for that then. They do throw in like little things like Darth Vader could throw in throw his lightsaber, whatever you can find the lightsaber. And it's a one shot kill. They do throw nice. in things like that sometimes that are just like little extras that mm-hmm. are like, OK, I got to find that legendary lightsaber. You know, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Squeaks, any franchise you think they need, 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 need to add that would make you buy a season pack? Yeah, so easily, this is super extremely wishful that'll never happen. I got two, though, but one is kind of more realistic. My super wishful is just con- getting into the more of all comic book publishers instead of Marvel and DC. So why don't we Spawn. explore, like, Image and not just Spawn, you okay. know, okay? Because I always bring up Spawn every time. Mm-hmm. I bring up Spawn just like you guys bring up Gargoyles and shit. So why not bring up Spawn and, like, Haunt? And, I mean, you could do, like, the multiple versions, like Gunslinger and Scorch. Right, Gunslinger would be good. Um, yeah, so that, and then even just like a, just visit just random one-offs like Boom Studios and do like Berserker yeah. with the Keanu Reeves uh, um, character that he's got going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, do that, but um, I, I think that's not ever going to happen. But what I think is going to be, should happen, uh, because we do have Halloween every year, just like we do Christmas and all the other kind of holidays, is that why not have a horror season to where you can get like a Jason or a Freddy, Michael Myers, that would uh, Pennywise. So well. yeah. yeah, I think that one is more realistic. That'd be amazing because I would definitely buy like if I could just be Pennywise. Yeah. He has a balloon hanging on the back of him Gosh, for his backpack, and me just shooting an AK or something. Damn! And so like cool a... would it be for like forty bucks? So yeah, it's, a, it's an extra expensive season pass, but you unlock yeah. like every eighties villain. You know, easy Hellraiser, easy. just boom, 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 all the uh, way down yeah. the line. Uh, I would probably get involved in that. And during the Halloween yeah. season, you have like a fog of war, so you have all these creepy ass characters, maybe eerie music playing, and then there's yeah. this deep fog, so. Pennywise just sneaks up on you and stuff. And there's like a zombie invasion constantly going on, so you have to be careful of like hordes of zombies. Or you switch it, you could switch it to slasher mode where nobody has guns, it's all knives. 
I think I think that could be yeah. a thing though because it's just like Overwatch does like you know holiday theme stuff why yeah. not visit that realm and then when you know I don't know just thanks, whatever you want to do with this year, but like Christmas you know like yeah. give me Rudolph you know with the AK right <laughs> like come on <laughs> like holy shit man <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah why not you know shit Rudolph with an AK is all I'm thinking about now um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you guys have said it all, right? There's, there's those are all the things I'd want. I would, I would buy Simpson skins. This is buy number one. Um, Ooh, Simpson skins would would have That'd me Rick dope. Sanchezing all over again. Buying the season pass, attempting and not reaching the finale, and hearing yeah. Zayden talk shit the entire time. And then the next time I happen to log in to play with this kid who wants me to play with him, he shows off the skin I tried to get like a punk. <laughs> yeah, he does it every time. He'll like <laughs> randomly send me a picture of his Mandalorian skin. I'm like, what's this? I was just buying yeah. my own damn business. Also, I got a Mandalorian <laughs> skin popping up on my phone because he's got the brand for no reason. This is the life I live. Do you guys think it'd be worth having more than just skins if you could bring in different characters that actually have different abilities, different like strengths and stuff like that in the game? Like I'm thinking, okay, a skin. I like Adventure Time, and if they brought in Jake the dog, I'm like, oh, that'd be Ooh. cool. You run around, but what if he could extend his legs and do super fast walking and stuff like that because he's a shapeshifter? But that it's would, like, well, he's got to yeah. operate the same mechanics as that's all the like other characters. That's like a whole different game, and I want to yeah, play that would it be. now. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you can't change the characters too much because then you're, it's not a skin anymore. It's a different character, but. That would be, cool. be tough, though, like an open world, almost like a the WB multiverse, but it's an open world like a Fortnite, and each character yeah. has a unique abilities. So then you're like, Pat, you have guys. Sauron versus Jake the Dog versus Darth Vader. Right, you know, yeah. out in the you open world, then, yeah. you just gotta pay You're for so much rights things, yeah. to be able to integrate those things. Fortnite does yeah, it. Fortnite, Fortnite just like oh, God, I, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, like literally, you could play as Batman with Spider Man web slingers on. That should be yeah. again like a black hole should open up when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, so the game collides. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man. Well, so I think Adam, I, I don't know all the details, but it seemed like they started out without all that stuff, right? They just made a simple, you know. uh game where yeah, can... the skins were like in-game references like they had the meathead and stuff or whatever the, the hamburger yeah. guy whatever but they had yeah. massive success early on and they were smart about dumping that money back into yeah. the game and you know expanding it so fast with with the skins and so. some of those skins that they create on their own are really nice like i like the pancake oh, yeah. head guy yeah. like uh yeah i think some of those designs are really awesome like who would ever thought of a love yeah. character that's dressed up like a cowboy but his head is a stack of pancakes you know yeah like, the rock the skins look good too <laughs> like the rock's character like that's actually a legit oh, character yeah. that probably could have his own series. Like that, that's actually a pretty good character they designed around the rock. Yeah. Uh, who's now okay, voicing gotta, Fortnite? Because of I course, why not? Let's just make sure there's enough money. <laughs> right. um, I think Jonathan nailed this already. It was just making a new game that's basically multi multiverses but open world. Is there any other companies that really should be embracing this? Like just grabbing as many IPs as possible. Like I could see, I could see Funko Pop making a video game and doing this kind of thing. Is there anything else? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I can't think of any games that we played. I mean, like we talked about Minecraft a little bit. They don't yeah. they don't really embrace it as much, but I mean they have the it's option where you life. can get whatever yeah, skins and, you want. And even when they do, there's that, that caveat of like, yeah, but I can make it myself. Like if I wanted Master Chief in there, I could mm-hmm. which it is, but I could just make Master Chief as well. Yeah. I mean, so WB, I mean, it's in the title like WB Multiverse, and that's like the you know, the public I don't know what do you call that company or yeah. What's the word I'm producer? I don't know. Producer studio. There you go. Whatever studio. There you go. That's what a. We'll pick one. So can Paramount do the same thing? I mean, if you think that, about totally. Paramount, like oh, totally. you could do, you can mix Star Trek with a uh, SpongeBob with um, 
you know, I don't know, whatever else is in our Paw Patrol. Fucking, you know, like, yeah. shit, why not you have a dog and Spongebob mixed up on a like, Starfleet ship or something, you know? Yeah. You could do something like that, maybe. I don't know. And it doesn't have cool to be, to be like a lower battle royale the same way, too. This You could yeah, have an open like world adventure, adventure game. game that has these crazy yeah. characters you can use or something like that. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it could be an MMORPG in the vein of, like, World of Warcraft. Yeah. If you really wanted mm-hmm. to, you could make something like that. Um, yeah. Or, Imagine or that. Be, you, yeah, you come in as Darth Vader and you're fighting the Ice King from, from uh, Adventure Time or something like that. Like, that would be so cool. Yeah. What if yeah, Darth Vader cool is stories. the new Lich King? The there new Ice King. Oh, and Lich King. I mean, yeah. well, why not yeah. have him oh, no, team I'm up? Doing, oh, my God. Oh, fuck it. I'm doing Lich King. And you, <laughs> and you make it Only so Only because I'm getting this urge from you guys, from you and Daniel <laughs> fucking did this to me, Frank. Hey, <laughs> look, we could use it. We need DPS of all things. We're recruiting DPS. I kind of want to play as a priest. Okay, I don't know. You can do it as a priest. We already have one, but I mean, you could be our third healer. Okay, as long okay. As he... I'm trying to pick a. No, it's no, I'll DPS anything. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, anyway, Death the Alliance is now recruiting guys. We were choosing between Geek Priest and Death the Alliance, and Death the Alliance won out because it's a lot of nostalgia, of course. So Death the Alliance guys are recruiting. Nice. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our next topics because we're getting long on the tooth again. It's when the three of us get together, we start talking too much. Um, DC follow up to the shambles that we've been getting. So here's what's been going on, guys, in this last week. And I purposely said, I even threw it out on Twitter, we're not going to talk about DC next week, guys, at all. And then DC's like, bitch, what you talking about? And now we're talking about DC. (laughs) Yeah. So apparently there are now three plans for Flash. I'm not sure which one they're going to go with, but here are three plans. First off, they might just ignore it and pretend like Ezra's not losing his shit and just release everything as planned. Um, they're like, maybe it'll cool down by the time we release this, which is coming out next year now, okay? Second one, a late swap. What this means is, at the end of Flash, when whatever happens is Flashpoint, so basically the world is resetting, that's when they'll recast Flash. So they'll make it to where, like, after the world reset, oh, it's a different Flash now, and it kind of makes sense within the movie. The last option is completely scrap it and ride it off like they did with Batgirl. Much harder to do because the film's far more expensive, and they're trying to build a world, and they're gonna, they're expecting Flash to launch that new world. Uh, which of these is most most feasible to you guys? What do you guys think? Let's get it out there. So to me, this would be really expensive, obviously. And it depends if they want to have Flash in this new uh, version of DC because they're kind of doing that reboot and everything. And to me, I wouldn't honestly. I would stick. I would get away from the main DC characters and start fresh with a you right. know lesser known character like Black Adam, like they're probably doing. But if they want to stick with Flash and he be a pioneer towards the future of DC, uh, either take this movie apart and recast him and reshoot all of his scenes. It's going to be outrageous and cost. That would be so impossible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So expensive. Or or if they want to do this late swap, I would rewrite some of the story that you have already and splice in just certain scenes that, and and, through editing, they can do a lot of it too, to make it to where this Flash that we're going to lose is a little bit arrogant and cocky and irritating and we don't really like him so that yeah. at the end when you swap him with a great you know new flash who's going to lead the the future you know Ezra Miller dies off and we're not sad about it we're not losing you know our favorite hero we're like oh thank god now here's the the new face of DC and it's kind of a a joke between them you know but i think it would play off a little better but again that would be really expensive so I doubt they would go that way. They're probably leaning towards just scrapping it and picking a different character that they're going to go with for the future. WB is very leaky right now with all the shakeups. So there's a lot of stuff coming out. One of the things is it sounds like the main villain will be reverse flash in this Flashpoint has reverse flash as well. And in that case, what they'll probably use is flash, 
they'll probably use Ezra Miller as the bad guy in this. So it's a yeah. good way to have Ezra Miller be a douchebag as usual on screen and then just kind of like, you know, Ezra will sacrifice himself to kill Ezra or themselves to kill Ezra. So it'd be kind of one of those things. Um, Squeaks, which one do you think they're going to go with quickly? Which one do you think? Yeah, so I heard a couple of different things like they were going to do like maybe an apology thing or something that comes out about himself. Yeah, all himself, of these come with apologies. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, so this is what I think and this is how you're going to win me over. One, the story is way too important in the DC universe to just yeah. scrap. Okay, let's not do that like Batgirl, okay? Uh, you know, no, because it's opening everything. Flash is a pivotal character that needs to continue with a Batman and a Superman and a Wonder Woman to create this, that Justice League universe that we Wayne's need. Wayne's Batman. It's, it's a big it's, story. It's a huge story. Uh, what's going to win me, and maybe a lot of people, is you cut that motherfucker out, okay? He's not even allowed to show up to the premiere, okay? Yeah. You don't need no apology. Screw him. You're going to come out with this one. We we get it. You know, it sucks, but it's already done. You know, I mean, it's, a, it's an important story, like I said. You don't have him even come to the premiere. He's not welcome anywhere next to DC um, or WB, period. And then going forward, you get the next Flash, okay? Yeah. I don't need uh we don't need a restart a flash. We don't need anything. Just continue it. We get it. Have the new the new actor play him. Now, would I like to see something different with Flash? Yes. I wasn't a huge fan of Ezra Miller's Flash just because he seemed like um uh not witty, but not very he was smart, but he played dumb and kind of yeah, like a which little flash funny. Flash isn't that. Flash is no uh, closer to Deadpool in that and like almost cocky almost. Like like Ryan Reynolds would be a good Flash, I think. Almost, you know, he's 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 good hearted and a smart ass in a way. Uh, Spider Man, he's Spider Man of the DC in that way. Uh, yeah, and I just didn't like his. So hopefully, with the next one, we could uh, ch- flip change it a little bit and then just move forward. Yeah. But to win me, you know, you come out with the movie and he is not allowed anywhere next to it. I don't want to see his ass on even on the red carpet. Yeah. So that's how you get me. I, yeah, I, I think we're just going to get the ignore route. I think DC is going to pretend like nothing's happening and we'll, we'll get the apology, but it'll be it'll be all hollow and we'll all be upset about it. That's my plan. That's what I think <laughs> it's the worst option. So that's what DC will pick. Um, <laughs> uh, next thing, Greg Berlanti, which this might be exciting just for me out of the three of us. Greg Berlanti is apparently the top of the list for being their new Kevin Feige. Basically, Greg will be running all of DC in conjunction with like Jim Lee, some of the real big names that are actually at DC itself, uh, the comic book side of things to help him out. But Greg Berlanti be running. Now the reason Greg Berlanti is really good news for a lot of us. He's the guy that runs Arrowverse. So he's done this before. Like a Jonathan's face already. Just like this son of a bitch. <laughs> this is going to be a terrible failure. This is but all DC is just going to be for like young <laughs> teens now. No, but you got to remember, you got to remember he's, he's not making this. So he had to do what he had to do for TV and for low budget. But if he had, you know, real budget. He knows how to build huge stories that and he sticks to the truth. Like they did Flashpoint, like season two of Flash. They do they do these stories regularly. They go they did Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is something that DCEU was actually planning on doing at one point. Apparently that just came out. And then they had to scrap that as well. So the he already like, hey, let's just use the comic books as our source material. Yes, that's what I want. So Greg Berlanti, the guy in charge of Arrowverse which is now being coming to an end, may be the one running all of DC. Uh, I guess it'll, it's going to um, take me his first real major project to kind of get a feel for it um, um, on the big screen. But other than that, just give me someone that's uh, strong-headed, determined, and wants to see this universe succeed as a fan also. 
And, you know, we're referencing Kevin Feige because they keep saying the same thing, too. They exactly. want a Kevin Feige. So I'm going to make those references as well. And just give me someone that's like lo- loving, lovable to this uh, franchise, that just determined to see this thing just be as successful. And we can get some of these like big, uh, like Avenger type movies with the right. Justice League, you know, at the build. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that dark, infinite, uh, infinite Earth, infinite. And dark Christ. Yeah, you know, I want to see all that. Infinite. So. Yeah. Do you guys think Something if they like if they do a good job at that and do exactly Kevin Feige's MCU with DC, do you think it'll be as successful as the MCU and Kevin Feige? I th- I think so. I think, think it's, so. Already, it's already been yeah. done, and that generation that loved it is now older. So they, I think they have to kind of retool it to either do something better or do something different because you know Marvel's already been around this. This MCU's already been around for like what fifteen years. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. tired of seeing the same kind of movies and shows out of DC or at, uh, sorry, out of Marvel. So to me, it's like time for some change in, in th- comic yeah. book. What's going to make it successful is that each standalone movie has a different feel. Like Aquaman is going to be totally different from a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. So it is. And the Joker movie for sure. Uh, if each standalone has a separate feel than when they make a Justice League movie, you know, just something is going to be big fireworks, explosions, stuff like that. Right. And all the heroes come together. But they have to do a good job of mixing these different personalities together, too. Like, I can't see Robert Pattinson starting to be a funny guy with Aquaman. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Like, it has to merge pretty well. But the standalone movies have to have, you know, something where I feel Unique like this feels. Black Panther coming. Yeah. But this Black Panther movie that's going to come out soon, probably going to feel the same as any other I Marvel movie to me. I don't think so, buddy. I think Black Panther is going to feel very different. I think so. Because I think Black Panther is going to feel like nations colliding in in compared to like an ant-man movie where it's just scrappy hero figuring things out like i think marvel more now than ever is realizing that they need to be more unique in their identity and is working towards that oh you can't deny that miss marvel doesn't feel doesn't feel very different from wandavision from loki Mm -hmm. from all these i think marvel's going towards that direction i i do feel like realistically thor one um the first Captain America and uh, first Iron Man, they had the same beats. Like you could, you could clock their trailers like your time of your watch, but, but I feel like Marvel's, and I think DC will identify that problem. We've talked about it last week. The fact that DC has a built in with Metropolis and Gotham and, and they do with everything else. Um, I think they can feel very unique. Um, keep them fully separated. And, and if we look at movies and TV as in general, it repeats itself, and we haven't been tired of it yet in a lot of ways. Like sitcoms still exist, and they've existed for eighty years. Uh, boy, that's a long time, but it's true. And and like the three act structure and stuff like that, like things I talked about on Sloop and stuff like that, those have all existed for thousands, for hundreds of years. So I think if as long as just it's a good movie that has cool fireworks, that has characters that I like, I think they'll still do well. I don't think there's going to be a day that. I honestly don't think there will be a day where a new Marvel or DC movie comes out and I'm completely like, oh, I'm just not going to watch it because I'm not interested at all. I think I'm always going to look into it. I think I'm always going to be tempted to see it at least. Um, and I might pass it up like I would I, like if a new Iron Man or a new Ant-Man was coming out tomorrow. I might pass it up like this one. I won't because Kang's in it. Right. I, but but that kind of thing. I think Marvel and DC have enough grounded Enough, enough for me to go back every time. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I think there are going to be some like I skip. Like if DC's going through this thing, because I, I skip Thor. I mean, I, I could skip Shazam if I'm being honest. Like I'm, I'm just not as excited <laughs> as I should be. 
I think I agree with you on that one because I'm not a huge fan of all the other Shazams, to be honest. And they're kind of right. like going with this whole family feel. They're and I'm going like, on that one early, too. That's kind of a late Shazam yeah. move. Yeah. And I'm like, can we just get him in like a Black Adam feel yeah. thing first, whatever. So that I'm with you on that one. That could be one I skipped kind of like I did with prior Marvel ones. But yeah. What do you think if they, not to, to dig in DC too much more, but <laughs> I know we're, we're already over our time. Yeah. Uh, I've been thinking for a little while, it's be kind of cool if DC, because I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the same franchise, bring back Steel without Shaquille O'Neal, but a new Bad version of Steel. Wouldn't yeah. that be so good? I think that I could love be Steel their so Iron much. Man. Like, I think that'd be cool. I mean, and Iron Man was all super advanced with this high tech stuff. This would be a guy who's not. He's a blue collar guy who knows how to weld and hammer and can just kind of make some real thick steel ass plate. And he's just big and buff and has the brute strength. So combining yeah. that with, you know, good moral standings, it's like, let's just go out there and clean up the streets. Look, I like Shaq Steel. I'm going to say it right now, okay? That was a yeah, good movie in the, in the 90s. I liked it a lot. Squeaks, what do you think about Shaq Steel? Let's get to it. I mean, uh, I guess it'd be kind of cool to see a revamp. I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, His name's John I, Henry. I even, Come on. That's I, awesome. I never even thought about that before, so I don't know. Yeah. All right, let's move on a little bit here. Um, a couple of the things, quick things, because again, we are over, and, and this is going to be another week where Frank's going to edit out half the show and put it on Patreon, probably, like I did last week. Um, so by the way, check out Patreon guys. It's free, but it's half of last week's episode. That was just way too long. Um, Batman two is actually not greenlit. So it might not happen. Joker two is literally the only movie at DC that's greenlit for the future beyond this. Next we have, uh, Idris Elba speaking of Idris Elba says he did sign on to do a new project for DC. So we don't know what that project is. He'll probably play blood sport from, um, suicide squad again, but we're going to get it. Speaking of Idris Elba, you got, I mean, just last week, I was blown away by the Thor reveal. Have you both watched the newer Suicide Squad? Uh, oh, yeah. I don't think so. I watched the Joe, one had like that El Diablo guy or something like that. That's the old one. That's the that's the embarrassment okay. one. We don't talk yeah, about that I didn't, one. <laughs> maybe that's why I didn't see the second one because that one was pretty, yeah, not great. The second one, they literally just name it Suicide Squad again. And they let <laughs> James Gunn. Yeah, no, really. It was, you know, so Marvel kicked James Gunn out of Guardians of the Galaxy because of a tweet that he had back in the day, which was a bad tweet. And we already talked about that. But. Um, eventually they brought him back obviously for guardians three but anyway so during that gap dc's like come over here and make our suicide squad so he remakes suicide squad gentlemen it is a fun ass movie sylvester yeah. stallone's king shark has me cracking up all day every day so it's a good it's a good yeah. treat. it's on hbo no spoilers to john but frank without village scene uh you know when they kill everyone off yeah and then it happens to be not the yeah, right yeah, thing yeah. it's for the first 10 minutes of the movie yeah. amazing amazing yeah, yeah. No, then, no, 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 no. Oh, like, the uh, John Cena and Bloodsport killing the village and oh, they go one. into the tent. Oh, it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Everything's so fucked oh, up in gosh. that movie. It's really funny. Oh, my funny. gosh. <laughs> but, I mean, just like when King Shark, first off, of course, the King Shark bird scene is hilarious where he's just like, yeah. great. But then when he's just like out there fighting, he's like ripping people in half. You're like, what? I mean, King Shark is a kind yeah. of a cool character. has got a renaissance going on right now. So it's really neat. But, uh, yeah, go watch that. James Gunn, he never fucks up. He's always just good. Yeah. Let's move on to Marvel now, guys. We're going to do a follow-up to our Marvel conversation. <laughs> We're going to go real fast on this. They're launching, their, they're talking about launching their own visual effects studio. So we talked about this. Again, it's that part of last week's episode that's on Patreon only. It is free. Go check it out. Um, and basically the idea is that they hire out to third-party companies to handle their, their visual effects, the CGI. They're thinking about launching their own company so they can directly impact the employee hours, how hard they're pushing employees. They'll have more control over that. 
Is this the right step for, for Marvel to move forward, Jalen? What do you think? Yeah, 100%. If there's complaints about this third party that they're using, not, you know, following their morals and standards, then, you know, cut them out. They have enough money to do it. So open your own studio and it will look good to the people that they're taking the extra yeah. step and effort to make sure the employees that are making their products are being treated fairly. So I think yeah. it's a good PR. I think one of the move. big things, too, is I think Marvel's not happy that people are blaming the CGI problem, including us, on them because it is them pushing on them when it's like, look, we hired that out. They're the ones pushing. We yeah. asked for them and they didn't hire enough people, then that's their problem. So Marvel doesn't have control over a PR problem. And I don't think Disney and Marvel are familiar with that. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. we have PR problems. There are problems, though, not somebody else blaming us. Uh, Squeaks, thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, go back to the problems thing. Yeah, we're blaming you because you put your fucking name on the project. So <laughs> yeah. no matter what you're getting blamed on, you exactly. let that go. Uh, I think it's great, though, to have a uh, team just designated just to do that one thing. It might help the current uh, team out also. Yeah. So, I mean, why not? If you got any uh, ways to improve um, a uh, set, uh, I guess, a portion of your films that are kind of lacking, mm-hmm. uh, then, yeah, I don't see any um, fault into this. So... All right, let's go ahead and get into headlines. We're going to speed run through these guys uh, as headlines normally go. Interrupt if you have anything, and then at the end, we'll just touch on anything we think is important. First off, Sonic 3 and Kung Fu Panda 4 are both greenlit and expected 2024. Cobra Kai Season 5, still got to watch it, is releasing September 9th. This is the last month for Overwatch loot boxes, so if you like the loot boxes, make sure you start spending your cash now. Uh, Pac-Man is getting a live-action movie, okay? And then lastly, Hogwarts (laughs) Legacy is delayed for February 10th. Jonathan, thoughts on Pac-Man? I don't understand that. How you make a Pac-Man live action movie? Is is this going to be like a yellow person that eats a lot? Or that just doesn't make any sense. I think they're going to Sonic. I have a feeling they're going to do a Sonic thing. Like it'll be like a live, like a a next to like a live action dude. that's like, hey, Pac-Man, let's go on an adventure. So like Wreck-It Ralph, but with live action, like he's going to be interacting with people, but He's just like a yeah, yeah I like coin. the re- yeah Pete Pac-Man's in Wreck-It Ralph yeah yeah, yeah just yeah. like that that's so weird I don't I mean whatever maybe nostalgia sells and people will watch it just because it's was on the screen but. I'm sure we'll review it on this podcast in 2020 <sighs> yeah <laughs> I hope it's not a terrible flop because that sounds like it's a pretty bad concept yeah it's it's iffy um I I know it's just like just because Sonic did good doesn't need you guys need to copy him you know yeah. But right. they might hit us in the fields. They might surprise us. That uh, Detective Pikachu seems like an odd concept, but that you know was what? really good. So that was maybe the best Pokemon movie I've seen. So yeah, that's fair. They might, they and might surprise 40 us. Of them. Oh man, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. All right, that Hogwarts Legacy, I guess, getting delayed. Not a big deal, right, Squeaks? Oh yeah, not a big deal at all. I didn't just you know make holes in my fucking new room because uh, the only <laughs> game I was looking forward to this year is delayed to next year. So yeah, no, no big deal though. I like to just. Uh, you know, wait. be upset in gaming life and just, <laughs> I like to be like John and just play old games because none of these new fucking games come out anymore. So, yeah, that's pretty much what yeah, house I'm you I'm, I'm good though. I'm honestly, I'm good. What no house worries. are you going to join? <laughs> fucking Slytherin. There's no Slytherin. other house to join. <laughs> you're not going to be Gryffindor. You're not going to try to be a good guy. Oh, see, that's, yeah. that's racist I'm or changing. whatever. That's house system to me. <laughs> not yeah, bad guys all time. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna uh put a new uh, narrative on Slytherin. So okay, yeah, watch out. That's so. Are you gonna go ahead and put like in place a plan for your wife on Valentine's Day? Is like, sorry, babe, I can't 
go out because I got this new game that just came out a couple days ago. If it was Hogwarts, yeah, I don't give a fuck about anything else. I mean, it's coming <laughs> so, out February, February 10th, so it's going to be right there. I yeah, think, then, you know what? Everybody talks about how much you need to get something for her for Valentine's Day. I think she yeah. needs to get this for That's you. That's right. There you That's go. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. I agree. What do you want Valentine's Day? I want a day of playing Harry Potter. I mean, what else yeah. do I yeah. want? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be with you. Time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, should work uh, it out with you. Before and after Valentine's Day, you each have your own day. So the 13th, you get to game all day. The 14th, yeah, we go have a nice dinner. The 15th, she gets a day to go do whatever she wants and you take care of the kids. So. He's not going to be done beating Hogwarts by but then. But that 14th, <laughs> that 14th, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Like, how about I just get all three days? That's cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I literally had plans to just drop everything I was doing, like video game wise or anything, like green comic books, just for this game. Yeah. And now it looks like I get a little extra more time to finish and wrap up everything before this game comes out. So, yeah. Yep. Fucking God, I hate this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into our recommendations. <sighs> My recommendation, we're going to start with me first. Fire and Blood by George R. R. Martin. Go check it out, guys. If you want to read the chapters that are pertaining to the new House of the Dragons uh, series, it is chapters 12 through 14. It's going to be season one. 12 through 19 is the planned show. So it starts with the chapter called Air, I'm sorry, Heirs of the Dragon. And then it'll go into The Dying of the Dragon, Black and Green. And then Dying of the Dragon, Sun for a Sun. Those are the three chapters you have to read to really be understanding what's going on. House of the Dragons comes out uh, this next weekend. Nice. Who's next? Uh, I'll go. I got uh, uh, rewatch Avatar. I'm loving Avatar and I'm I'm yeah. getting hyped for the new series coming out. I hope it's good. I don't know. I, we'll see. But now Avatar Studios, there's going to be more stuff coming out. So definitely, uh, definitely rewatch the series. And uh, I would say go back and play Bioshock again. I'm playing Bioshock mm. 2 on my Steam Deck right now, and it's so good. I started it on the PC. I'm like halfway through the game, uh, but it's such a good game, and I'm, I have it. I don't think I have it set on hard. I have it set on like the medium setting, and I just keep getting stuck in the game. It is it is a challenge uh, for me, uh, but I love it so much, and I want to beat it and then get on to uh, infin- Infinite, Bioshock Infinite, Infinite, or Infinity. I loved yeah. Infinite. I love them all, uh, but Infinite was so good, too. They haven't made anything since. I'm like, dude, you guys left us off where yeah. there's all these infinite universes or realities. Yeah. Like, let's go. Let's expand. Come on. It was such a good game. But so That's definitely like, go back and play. I mean, one was also really good, but I think you could probably skip one and do two because they were pretty similar. Uh, but the Ooh, story is one. so good. So, yeah. Yeah. I like them all. Yeah. yeah. Number three had one of my favorite endings in all video game history. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that ending. Gosh. It had me shook. I was like, I was, I felt betrayed and excited and it was so yeah. good. It was perfect. Yeah. What do you got this week's? Uh, I'm going to go in the comic book world for recommendations. Uh, right now, uh, of course, like Spawn, King Spawn is getting really uh, uh, more, uh, how do you say, uh, demonic and dark and whatnot mm-hmm. for him, like finally like catching his throne. I'm not going to go through the whole aspect, but it's getting, it's getting pretty heavy in that section of the Spawn world. Uh, I mean, Gunslinger and Scorch is obviously uh a, you know a must read for me also but i'm gonna go with the immortal hulk also going backwards a little bit in yeah. 2021 uh i think that's kind of a different aspect of the bruce banner where like the hulk comes out at night and uh there's been a good like little fight scenes between him and like Sas- sasquatch from um 
Alpha team? Am I, is that right, Frank? What's oh, that God. team that Sasquatch is from? I don't from? even know where Sasquatch is from. That's such a deep cut. Damn, Goodness dude. gracious, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's kind of neat. Um, basically, Hulk can't die, but uh, instead of him just being angry and stuff, it's more of a, like, hey, it's nighttime. Uh, Hulk is out. But what I like about this, too, is that we are getting the Hulk. One of my favorite Hulk versions is where he's a uh, communication better, uh, but he still is like... I could break anything, you know, kind of thing. Smash anything. Yeah. Uh, also, want to recommend, too, before Gotham Knights is, uh, hopefully not delayed in release, is Batman Volume 1 with the Court of Owls. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of just speed, uh, get yourself familiar before that game uh, releases. Court of Owls, no easily background. the best villain not used. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You so. know what I read recently? Actually, this last week, because I, I fired up my comicsology again. They always get me. Uh, yeah. You know what I read? The Maestro Hulk series. He has, like, Oh, three, okay. I think it was three miniseries, whatever, all about Maestro Hulk and uh-huh. his rise to power. Uh-huh. Good reads, man. I mean, his nice, fights nice. against Hercules is dope. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, so it's, it's of course, worth the, worth the read. Because, you know, of course, old man, you get you get a lot of Maestro in that. But this is, you know, totally Yeah, good. I'll check that out because I was going to go um, back in time and They're read super like, short. Hulk. They're super fast. Um, but I'll check I'll check that one out maybe yeah. first then if you're saying it's short like that. Watching, watching yeah. Bruce go, or watching the Hulk like in the very beginning, he like jumps across the country to get to to Washington, and he's just like as he's going, getting more and more disillusioned with humanity. Until finally, when he lands on the East Coast, he's just like, "I'm done with these people." And then you start, then yeah. that's like when he cracks, and he's like, "Oh, he's villain mode now," and it's really, really good. nice. I'll so, check that out. Yeah, I wouldn't mind yeah. seeing Marvel MCU try to crack that nut. That would be, <laughs> that would be impossible. But I would love to see them try to make the bad version of Bruce Banner. <laughs> Great. That'd be badass, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that is it for us this week. We do have a special episode coming out uh, this weekend uh, that's going to be all about the House of Dragons, so go check that out and then uh, get yourself prepped. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.